Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Burry and I am the host of Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. And of course, our words are going to fall out today. Let's think about this, ladies. Where do your words fall out and what is the content of them? You know, when you're in your home, the question really is Is the Bible core in your family? Core, what does that word core mean? That's the middle, that's the center, that's what's holding everything up. Is the Bible core in your family? And when you think about that, it really is our words, it's our actions, it's how we act. And many of you maybe think that the Bible is boring, or maybe you think it's not relevant, or maybe you're thinking, I can't apply this to my family life, or maybe you're thinking, that's the church's job. That's not my job. Well, we're going to be talking about those questions today and more. We've got an exciting topic because not only is it going to affect your love life and your marriage, but it's also going to affect your family and your kids and possibly generations to come. And next to me is my good friend, Reagan Kramer. Reagan, thank you so much for co-hosting with me. What a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Shug. Yeah, thank you. I'm just so excited about our topic today because we're going to get in the meat of it. Would you please introduce our guests to our listeners? I would love to. Steph and Jay Anderson are in the house. In the house. Hello. Amen. I love these people. Jay Anderson is the Director of Ministry Expansion for Pulse Ministries. If you don't know about Pulse, go to pulsemovement.com. They are trying to reset a generation for Jesus Christ. And Jay Anderson grew up living in a different state or country each year until high school. Mm. Traveling with his family for his father's work, Jay inherited the family business and traveled with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, setting up festivals all over the country. As the lead for ministry partnerships, Jay uses his God-given talents to network across the country with ministries, events, band, and speakers for Pulse. Jay lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota with his beautiful wife, beautiful. Steph, and their three yes. children, Caleb, Adeline, and Asher. And the first time I met Jay Anderson, he was walking the streets of Washington, D.C. in 2016 for a huge event you had uh, in in D.C. on the National Mall together 2016. So you are the real deal. You love to share Jesus with everybody and talk to everyone on the planet. So we're so thankful for you. And Steph, his beautiful wife, is a homeschool mama of three and they have been married for 14 years. No way. Whoa. Yes. I mean, you look like you're 22, so that is amazing. Um, (laughs) Steph has a passion to see others come to know the love of Jesus. Hmm. She has also worked for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Pulse Ministries. And I do want to say Steph is also a prayer warrior. Mm. Amen. Yes. I love prayer. It's like my happy place. 
I just I love, love it. <laughs> I love that. And Steph, how old are your kids? My kids are three, five, and seven. And you know, they're so stinking cute. Oh my goodness. They're all toeheads, like I was as a little kid. They're little blondies. They're adorable. I they know. Adorable. Everybody thinks I'm the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And they love Jesus. They I'll do. tell you that. Yeah. So let's just get into it. You guys have so much experience in ministry, but what do you do in your home? How has God's word impacted your personal life? Let's start with stuff. Yeah, where do I start? Oh my goodness. So I just have this example. Um, there are so many times where I'm at home by myself with my kids and I'm tired and I'm worn out and I have nothing else to give with a husband that is traveling. So what do I go to? There's nothing I can go to. I go to a movie. That's not going to fill me up. It's just mm-hmm. temporary. I go to a mm-hmm. friend. I mean, that's great encouragement. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the real true meat that I need to chew on is God's word. Mm-hmm. And I want to share this verse with you. It says, I will both lie down and sleep in peace for you alone. Lord, make me live in safety. Psalm 4, 8. There's so many times I would sleep at mm-hmm. night and I would be worried about this, anxious mm-hmm. about this, concerned about this. How am I going to get it through another day? And the Lord just spoke to me. And that's the beauty of it. He just speaks to us. You just give him a little bit and he will take it and he will minister to you in those sleepless nights laying in bed. And so as you say that, for some of our listeners who might not have a relationship with God, or maybe I've never heard God speak to me. What does that sound like, Steph? I mean, it can mean so many things. It could just mean I am laying in bed crying and all of a sudden I hear this little soft voice or so many times I hear, I feel this impression on my heart, like I'm here and sometimes you think, is this in my mind? Mm-hmm. Is this is this me coming up with this? No, it's just God speaking to you. He wants you to hang out with him. He wants you to just open up the Bible mm-hmm. because that is the word of God. And that mm-hmm. is how he ministers to so many people. Mm-hmm. But we don't open it. Mm-hmm. I call it the cliff notes of life. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Why, why not open it? It's like guidebook. a cheat sheet. He yeah, just It's right. just a guide in, for the course of your life. Yeah. Right. Amen. Steph, do you remember the first time you opened a Bible? I remember the first time I opened up the Bible for real. Like I've seen it growing up and, you know, you, I went to church a couple of times with friends, but I was in my dorm room and I was sitting there and I was so tired with life. Mm. I was tired of drinking. I was tired of drugs. I was tired of having sex with my boyfriend in and out of stuff. And I've turned to everything. And I was like sitting there in my dorm room, sitting down. All of a sudden I heard God. Mm. And in my moment, I was like, what, what was that me thinking that or is is this for real? And I said, OK, I've turned to everything else. I'm going to try you, God. That's mm. good. But my prayer request was I need a friend and I need a Bible. Mm-hmm. And literally my husband sitting right next to me and two of our other friends came by knocking on my door and they invited me to a ministry at our um, at our college. And I literally thought. God, you are real. Wow. You are real. And eventually I got a Bible and then I opened up and I, it was like God exploded mm-hmm. through his word. And I'm going, mm-hmm. I have lived 20 years without this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where was this before in my life? That That's is good. so cool. I didn't so. know that uh, romance story happened. Not only yes. did he, he, that's one of those things that he blesses you immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. You just wanted a friend in a Bible. Yes. He brought you a husband, baby. I know. <laughs> How cool <laughs> is that? Now, Jay, we want to hear some that's of wild. your story, too. Um, you know, just introduce to us briefly, you know, how you came acquainted with God in the Bible. Yeah. And uh, we'll run with it from there. No, that's good. Well, uh, I had the opportunity to grow up in a Christian home. 
and uh, and just see my parents model that kind of day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And one thing that was always just really near and dear to my heart is whenever I woke up, my dad was always reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just something that really impressed mm-hmm. into my heart. So that's just something that I've just continued to want to do with my kids. And it's just really fun, you know, just having kids come down and just seeing you read and, and uh, seeing Steph read and just really being, uh, taking that in. Because I know that that's really planting seed you know, and even if they're not reading themselves right now as young kids, um, just to really have that be a part of their life as they grow. It's beautiful. So you grew up watching your dad read the Word of God. Did you continue to follow after that your whole life, or did you have moments where you yeah. were searching for something else? No, that's good. Um, kind of throughout high school, woke up every morning reading the Word of God, school, like in college, got married right out of college, continued to do that. I felt like when when the busyness came with kids, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was a really tough thing for, for me to continue to just try to find time. And I think what, what was the problem with that, like just over those first probably three or four years of kids, because um, we had three kids within three years, mm-hmm. um, three and a half years, like that was just a, it was an intense season. And I was just thinking like I need to get my hour in the morning mm-hmm. or like 45 minutes mm-hmm. But really, that's not the case, you know? I mean, just mm-hmm. anything is better than nothing. It is. So that's just what I've really tried to, to do on a daily basis now, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, if I can you know, just, just get 15, 20 minutes, you know, just to just to open up the Word, give me something, or even when you're riding in the car, you know, just turn on yeah. your Bible app. Or there's so many different apps now these days, we can mm-hmm. get into it more. But, yeah. And, you know, praise God for that. I just want to uh, introduce you guys again. If you're just tuning in and listening, my name is Sugbury, Him for Her Ministries, um, find us on the web, himforherministries.org. If you want more shows like this, I encourage you to give us your topic ideas, give us your suggestions, tell us about your victories, tell us about your challenges. We want to be a safe place for you to come and listen to the hot topics of today through the lens of Jesus Christ. And so um, go ahead, find us, himforherministries.org. Click that word, donate. We need your help. We need your support. This is a listener-supported radio show, which is now broadcasted throughout the United States. If you want some of this in your city or your hometown, just let your local station know, and they're going to contact us. Now, who are we talking to today? We're talking to Jay Anderson and Steph Anderson. Yeah, they're related. They're married. (laughs) They both have been involved in Billy Graham um, Association as well as with the Pulse group. And I am just so excited to have them here. So I'm going to ask a personal question, you guys. Can we get real on this? You know, some of our marriage friends, they're listening. They're like, their marriage is a little dry. Things aren't happening anymore. Could you share with us how the Bible has impacted your marriage and how it has become the core of it? Yes. I mean, I'm just going to make it practical here. So Proverbs 25, 24 Better to live on a corner of a roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. We have heard this time and time again. Mm -hmm. But there is times where I am that quarrelsome wife, where I am nagging my husband and I am frustrated or I get hurt by him saying something or I'm really angry because he said something. What I need to do instead of calling my girlfriends and nagging and nagging him or getting frustrated for my kids... I go into my closet and I'm like, Lord, you need to give me something to chew on or else I am about to explode like a volcano. (laughs) Just getting real. I love this. So I came across this verse and I remember and oh, it just hit me to the core of my heart. And I'm like, I am that quarrelsome wife. 
Oh, no, God, you're showing me this. And that's the beauty of God's word. He instructs Mm -hmm. instructs us. He gives us new perspective and gives us a new course to go on. That's the beauty of it. He's not making it hard. We just need to open it up. So Mm -hmm. I open it up. There's a lot of times my pride gets in the way, and I don't want to admit that to him right away. I need to pray about it and talk about it with God. And then I'm like, Jay, will you forgive me? But that's the beauty of it. It's not rocket scientist people. Yeah. God makes it easy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a mirror. It reflects yes. our lives. You know, mm-hmm. we get to yes. see that. And Jay, whatever you do during this conversation, just say yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> oh, I, I know the radio station I'm on right now. Yeah. 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 Yes, dear. Whatever you say, baby. Oh. Jay, share with us a little bit of how this Bible has been the core of your marriage. Yeah. I mean, I think just you need to incorporate it in your daily life, you know, and as you do that, I, I just see that the days that I do miss and the days that... Like we're just not synced. It's it's because of that, you know. It's really because of that. And uh, just in in the Bible, where it says in First Peter four eight, it says, "Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude." Mm. And just like any time that I'm frustrated, any time that that we just don't connect, it's because we're just not loving each other just yeah. the way that God uh, calls us to. And and just even I mean, marriage. If it's working, you know, just with the kids, where kind of a big thing that that I have as well, like. I can just tell, like, if I'm impatient, I can just mm-hmm. tell, like, when when something is is just not right with with me when I'm even connecting with my kids, my with my wife, and just God has so many uh, just verses in the Bible that just continue just to just to help with that, and that, mm-hmm. like I just see it, just even in Colossians three where it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe you. Th- yourself with compassion, mm-hmm. kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It's just like why would we not like continue to go to the source and continue to go to where God is really calling and given us, like Steph said, the cliff notes and really the instructions of how to live our lives mm-hmm. in marriage and parenting and in the workforce every day, every, yeah. every situation mm-hmm. God has it all written out for us. Mm-hmm. So the more that we know him, the more that we get into God's, mm-hmm. the more we'll get into God's word and understand what he wants. Mm-hmm. And the more we really understand who we are, and sure. where our identity is, like you said, you know, pride gets in the way. I'm, I'm with you, yeah. girl, yeah. all the time. And but thinking of how, who am I? Like I am a daughter of the Most High God. You are a son of the Most High God. Our mm. identity is in Christ, not what our spouse says to us. Oh, yeah. So we need those reminders from the Word of God. And just the lies that we just believe yes. if we're not yep. grounded in the Word. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Thank you for sharing that. And many couples leave the teaching to the wife. In the Bible, I feel like sometimes, and they want their children to learn about the Bible through their wife. But Jay, how do you implement that into your children's lives weekly, daily? Yeah, I would say um, just like when you were asking me before, like, do I did I always, do we always have the Word of God in our relationship? And during that uh, during that break, I wouldn't say like a full on break, but just like it was just wasn't consistent every day. Mm-hmm. But uh, what really helped uh, me really get back into that. Is uh, is really implementing it with my kids. Mm-hmm. So when my kids were at an age, I really felt that they started to understand things. And Caleb is seven, but when he was two and a half, three, um, is when we started to to really get in the Word and read mm-hmm. on a daily basis. In the last couple of years, we started uh, kind of just reenacting the Bible. And so each each of our kids, we have three, is a character, and they get to actually. Uh, be a character in the Bible, and I just feel like that just resonates with the kids. And that is super cool. Yeah, they get to they get to even read some of the stuff now that they're starting to read. Get to actually read, you know, and know what they're actually saying, and and they just remember it, you know. So I mean, that that happens in the evening. 
um, every day that I'm home. Every single day that I'm home, we read the Word of God together. And are you role-playing every evening or just on occasion? Whenever we have time. That is a blast. Yeah, it takes a little bit longer. I learn better when you get to act it out and do it. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Oh, my gosh, great tip. And honestly, it's just something that they look forward to every single morning, every single evening. Can we open the Bible? Can we Mm role-play? I want to be so-and-so. Oh, that's super cool. I love it. I love it. Um, You know, it's kind of confusing in today's upside-down world. Um, You know, people are like, what do I listen to? Am I listening to society, the magazines, TV, et cetera? You know, it's so challenging, especially when you hit the bumpy roads in your marriage, when you hit the bumpy roads in adolescence. By the way, you two, just start praying now over your kids Mm. ahead of time. And, you know, I started praying when my kids were little about their spouses, that they'd be raised up in Christ as they walk to the bus stop. I mean, it's never too early to pray for your kids. And Steph, you're a prayer warrior, so that's even better. You know, just keep on praying. But in today's world, uh, that's it's so confusing. What words of advice do you have for couples and also parents on how to begin using the Bible in their marriage and family? It might be foreign to them. Where do I start? Where do I even begin? I mean, it can be so simple. There are so many apps out there. There's an app called The Bible Project. And I mean, you can even go on YouTube. And it you they write out the story in a Bible with pictures, and kids just get so engulfed into it, and they love it. Um, there's so many times where even this morning I took a short passage out of Acts, and I was talking about the road to Damascus, mm-hmm. where Paul was going to kill people, and people are like, "Oh, don't share that with your kids." But no, they need to they need to know all the details of the Bible. And my kids are craving it; they're desiring mm-hmm. it. And even at a young age, it's God's word that's living and active, sharper than a double edged mm-hmm. sword, and it's hitting yeah. them to the core. And I can see it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what age you start; just start. Just start reading to them, introducing it to them, give them correlations, even discernment. I said, okay, put this raisin in your mouth, put this cranberry in your mouth. How do you discern which is which? Use your senses, use your feelings, get open your eyes and praying God's word. I We do a Bible verse every week and we pray God's word. I use it for discipline. I'm not going to use my own words for discipline. It's not going to help them. I'm going to use God's word Mm -hmm. and it penetrates them to the bone and marrow. So my advice is get your kids into God's word, no matter how young they are. Mm -hmm. Open up some apps, even go on YouTube, have them watch little Bible shows for 10 minutes about great stories in the Bible. Get it around your family. Talk about it at dinner, wherever you can talk about it. If they're hanging out with friends, talk about how they can be kind and compassionate to one another. What would Jesus do? The classic question. Mm -hmm. So that's what would be my encouragement for everybody listening. Mm. Thank you, Steph. Regan, I'm going to ask you a question. I know you don't know this is coming. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hang on, baby. Um, You know, here's a question. If, If there's a woman listening and they have never opened the Bible, so how do I work with not opening the Bible and now I'm supposed to teach my kids the Bible? What would you say to her? I would say get even a children's Bible because I've, I'm an older believer. I became a believer when I was like 27. But I found... What do you know? Like 29? How, how does yeah, that make Let's you just older? say I'm 29. I've been a believer for two years. No. But by God's grace, I, saw, I found a children's Bible and I had a Bible too. But it was a little overwhelming for me at first. But literally, if you have children, like Sally Lloyd-Jones has the Jesus Storybook Bible. That's a super beautiful, Hmm. beautifully illustrated Bible, but speaks truth. I understood that in such a core, like my heart just started flying when I was reading that as a new believer. 
So I think you can do that. You can get a children's Bible for your kids and read it to yourself because it will speak to you. But there's Bible studies. There's Bible study fellowship, which we've all been a part of for years. It's a worldwide Bible study you could get in tune with where they actually teach your kids the Word of God and Scripture verse, the same things you're reading at their level. There's lots of practical ways that Steph was talking about, but also just trust the Holy Spirit. Yep. Even if you open a, a like a new um, Bible that you've never opened before and you just start reading something in John or the New Testament and reading it for yourself and your children, trust and pray before and ask the Holy Spirit, come here and be with us and help my kids understand it. Hmm. God will do that for you. And you need to be discerning as well, but... Those are just some practical tips. Good tips. Um, Jay, I'm going to ask this question of you. For men who have not been familiar with the Bible, or maybe they never go to church, where would they start? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a big thing on just uh, listening to the Word, like just even driving or um, even in our office. We we do a a weekly public reading of Scripture and just like reading it out loud, letting letting the Word of God speak to us. And uh, and I would say if, if you don't maybe feel comfortable opening up something, there's plenty of apps out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even this thing called Streetlights. Just to encourage just any kids, young young people. It's a uh, it's spoken word gospel. Um, it's the whole Bible, but just like spoken out in hip hop, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool thing. There's a thing called Streetlights um, that it's like an animated uh, Bible um, written out there and drawn out. But uh, I would just say, you know, as a guy. Um, just how do you, we always just say like, oh, we're just so busy. We have so many things going on. Like there is never, um, there's just never, um, enough time for us. But I would just say like, you know, all you need to do is just literally open up the word or Mm -hmm. just do something like just put it on your calendar 10 minutes a day. Where where would you start? start Where in the Bible would you start? I'd definitely start in John, John, Mm -hmm. just, uh, just the basics. It's uh, it's right in the gospel and New Testament. And, uh, and I would just say, go from there. Awesome. And just like we were saying before, don't make it complicated. You can look up one verse, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I meditate on that one verse, Mm -hmm. and you get so much from that, Mm -hmm. so much. Amen. And for our listeners out there, if you do not know Jesus Christ, if that's your first step to trying to understand what's happening in the Bible, that is the best step to ask him that I want to follow you, forgive me of my sins. Mm And so he washes you clean and he fills you with his spirit so you can understand the word of God. That is the first amazing step because of his love. He wants that relationship with you. You know, I can't wait to talk to you guys when you're like 80 and we can look back at to how God has been the core of your family, the core of your relationship together. I think that's super romantic. I think that's the first thing, ladies, you should be praying for, is that my husband and I can grow closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And as we grow cl- closer to the Lord, we will grow closer together. And in that, then you can go together as an army in prayer, as you pray for your kids, as you pray for their difficulties, as you pray for their victories, together arm in arm. And ladies, if your husband is not in that place, which many of you, that is the case, I pray that you will just watch and see what God does. You still stay in tune with God in his Bible. You still share it with your kids, regardless of what your spouse's attitude is about it, because we first have our identity in Christ, Hmm. in God, in who he is. And in our gentle, kind demeanor, which I'm practicing every day, um, God will be able to work through you to speak to your husband as well. He might be listening to those Bible stories that you're sharing with your little kids. Mm-hmm. But you know where it starts, just like what Reagan said. Ladies, as you read the Bible, as you discover who God is, and you want him to be the core of it, you don't have because you don't ask. 
That's what Bible tells us. We've got to ask. It's as simple as that. Jesus, I need you. I need you in my life. I don't even know what that looks like. I'm not sure if I understand it completely. But Jesus, I want you to come into my life. I invite you to come into my life. And I'm going to turn away from my sin. I want to turn toward you. I want to learn. I want to be new. I want to reset. I want to begin again in Jesus Christ. And when you say that prayer, it's no fancy words. It's your words. It's between you and God. God will honor that. He says that if you seek him with your whole heart, you will find him. So invite him into your heart and then get in God's word. Because when you open the word, this is what happens. You open God's word and his his words jump off the page and into your life. No kidding, not lying. It is the most animated book you will ever read. And it is not a textbook. It is God's living word. Begin today to make the Bible the core of your marriage and family. Stephanie J. Reagan, thank you so much. Ladies, I love you. Over and out. This is Shugbury, Him for Her Radio.